Hi, my name is Jasmine, and this is my journal. I hope all is well. Um, I am off today. Once a month, I usually take like a self-care day. And today is my self-care day. So I usually take off work. I schedule a nail appointment, get my nails done, um, relax, watch TV. Um, Today's self-care day, um, I'll be working and not doing my nine to five, but I'm working on some projects for Jazz the Medium. So I, my create, when my, whenever my creativity juices are sparked, I got to move on them because I go through periods where I don't feel as creative. But when I feel creative, I need to move on it when I'm feeling it. And I need to get as much done as possible while I'm feeling creative because I know that I go through, I'm learning myself enough to know that I go through waves. But anyhow, so I'm working on some stuff. So it's going to be some changes. Of course, those who follow uh, the podcast know that <clears throat> the other day was the first episode that we did um, a video podcast versus me doing voice only. Um, a lot of people asked about it. A lot of people, they prefer to watch you over video versus listening to you. So from now on, Jasmine's Journal will be available via um on my youtube page and also on anchor and spotify so if y'all want to see me then y'all can like go to my youtube page and um if you want to just listen i'll still be here too so a lot of good things to come um i look forward to sharing a few series um the first one is the cosmic the cosmic room series um an old good friend of mine's that go by the name Ike Ray. He has so many years working with runes. He's he's mastered it. He's bodied it. Um, everything that he knows about runes. He's made me several very powerful magical tools using runes. And he's also taught me how to incorporate runes into my daily life. So it's it'd be really good to introduce him to this platform in the world because he teaches it. So for anyone that's interested in rooms, um, his information is on his first, on my first episode, please hit him up. He's very nice. He's very knowledgeable. He's very practical. Um, he's a great teacher. Also, I got astrology coming up with, um, Hawk. Um, I met Hawk L maybe a year or two ago, um, through a show that I was on called Planet Wiz. And, um, Hawk is, he uh he's really into astrology. He teaches it as well too. He also offers services. But um we're gonna talk a little bit about everything. But even um with his queen, his family, he uses astrology to navigate his family. I mean, all the way from his children's charts to his queen's chart to his own chart to um everybody around him. He um he he applies his astrology to his life. And it has gotten him, you know, forward in so many ways. I'm still learning astrology. Astrology is kind of like ching chong to me. I know the basics. I know my charts. I know my placements and stuff and what's in every house and stuff like that. But, you know, the depth of like squares and trines and all of that and smaller planets like uh, asteroids like Chiron or whatever those are called. I don't know that stuff, you know, but he knows all of that. Um We've gotten pretty close over the years. He calls me his birthday twin. So I look forward to having him on here. I also have um, 
self-care hair care series coming up with my loctician Rachel Robin. I got a human desire series coming up with um, my good friend Lotus Amore. And I got a money talk series coming up with um, another friend of mine by the name of Saran K. So we had Saran 10K. So we've got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm excited about all of these interviews and all these talks. Um, and I can't wait. <laughs> So that's what I've been working on. I've been working on those. And of course, in a few episodes ago, I talked about my idea on um, mental disorders and spirituality. So um, I've been studying neurology and also a branch of neurology that is fairly new. It's starting to become popular in the 90s, but it's called neurotheology. And of course, there's no such thing as coincidences, but I met a young lady by the name of Robin. Um maybe a week or two ago, and me and her were chatting during the service. And I told her uh, my interest my, my interest in neurology, and that just happened to be her undergrad. She's a lawyer, but that's her undergrad. So what I'm looking at, um, studying the brain waves in regards to spirituality, she was she's interested in it too. So I look forward to talking to her about that as well. Um, so I may have her on or, you know, whatever I learned from her, you know, this is my journal. So I share everything. Um, besides that, that's it. As for me, you know, this is my birthday week. So this is, um, my birthday is Sunday. I will be the, a whopping 40 years old, (laughs) 40 years old. So I'm excited about that. I wasn't so excited last week though. And I had a meltdown. I don't know what came over me, but I was sitting down chilling, scrolling, and I just heard my mother's voice saying, I remember. So when my mom was dying, <laughs> she didn't quite know that me and my kids had broke de- broke up like two months before her cancer diagnosis. I didn't make it like a public knowledge that we weren't together because we still cohabitated. And he ended up staying longer because um he helped me with her when I had to take care of her but neither here nor there she wanted me to marry him um she knew we were having problems she knew I was on my way out the door she knew he wasn't in it on all the way but her dream before she died was had always been to see me get married and I remember her saying just marry him please please I want to see you get married before I die I want you to have a happy partner I want you to be happy I want you to be a married woman spend the rest of your life and I'm me and him was like oh no it's over you know what I mean like it is over so she never got that so I was sitting there thinking about her and I thought about her looking at me so sad and she I felt like I failed her. Like, damn, I'm 40 and I never got married. I feel like I failed her. And y'all, I had a break down. I had to feel I had to feel my feels and it was all right. Shout out to my best friend Tish. I call her and I cried like a baby over the phone. But she under she understood me. I was just like, look, I ain't trying to sound crazy or nothing, but I feel like I let my mom down and I feel like I let myself down somehow because even though, like, some people say they don't want to get married, they still want a life partner or something like that. You know, and some people do make the decision to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to chill out. But through all my crying, 
and falling out once I let it all go, I just realized something that, number one, even I wasn't legally married, I lived with this man for 14 years. We had children together. We had a whole family structure that still, that still runs, even though we're not together. We still keep our kids together. I still talk to his family. He still talks to my brothers and dad. Um, holidays, he still come by to get a plate to say hi to the kid. Hell, every time I cook, he, he, he drive by. So the girls, what you doing? Fixing my dad a plate. So he still eat, you know, we just, we're, we're, we're good friends. And um, we still run a system that's very much like a family. So even though I wasn't legal married for 14 years, I was in something like that. <laughs> so I don't know. I had to like change my perception of it. Like, and then like, I had to realize that just because it didn't work out, that doesn't mean that it wasn't successful. You know what I mean? We raised great children. His children are great. His children, they're not lost or all over the place and neither are mine. And I'm not saying if your kids end up lost, they don't mean you failed them as a parent. I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that because things happen. Kids, they get older and they make choices, but we raised some pretty good kids. And I think that um, as far as showing the kids that, you know, you can still get along with the other parent and stuff like that, we did that too. So I think that, um, <clears throat> I think that we, we did the best that we could do and it was successful. It just, it wasn't meant for us to be together forever. You know, um, everybody's in your life for a season. Not everybody's meant to be in your, matter of fact, shit, 99% of people in your life ain't meant to be there permanently. You know, we had our season and our season we had problems and our relationships have problems. Our seasons, it, it ran its course. It was a good season. We had very, very, very good times. You know, I wasn't 14 years in misery. You know what I mean? He never put his hands on me or abused me like that or harmed me. Well, you know, we did get into a little tussle one time. I ain't going to hold you. But <laughs> we never... um we never fought a lot or anything like that. So it was successful. It just ran its course. And honestly, when we broke up, it was just natural. We just naturally grew apart. It wasn't no big fight that ended everything or nothing like that. We just, we weren't sleeping in the same bed. We weren't going out on dates no more. That last year, we had only had sex like twice, <laughs> maybe even three times. And one of the times was so whack, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even count it. You know, and one day we was just like, I called him. I was like, are you happy? He was like, honestly, no. I said, me neither. What's up? He was like, you know what? I'm just going to, um, you know, move out and we'll start preparing the kids and we'll just go ahead and call it quits. And we just ended it naturally. So it wasn't a failure. It just ran its course. So once I changed my perception on it, I felt so much better. I'm like, oh. I didn't feel like getting married. I just, it just, it ran its course. And I had to also, I keep coming from a perception of um, lack, like I'm missing something. What the hell am I missing? I got all my children. My kids are great. I've been working on making peace with my older son, oldest son. I got two. That's been going well. 
getting more closer with my daughter, uh, my older daughter, that's going well. And the other kids, I'm already kind of close to them. But that's going well too, you know. Um, working, taking care of business. I mean, everything around me is going well. I traveled all year. I had a great, great, great year. The only reason why I stopped traveling is because my money was like, sit your ass down for a minute. But I got a feeling it's going to pick right back up because I'm Sagittarius and Sagittarius love to travel. So we're going to make that happen. So I just, I had to take a moment to appreciate everything that I have at this moment. You know, sometimes we spend our entire lives looking for something next, looking for the next best thing fighting for something else, looking for the next best thing when everything that you need and have to give you happiness and joy, a lot of the times be right in front of you. And if you sit down and you cannot find anything around you at that moment that you can be joyful about or appreciate, then you might need to take a moment. And I've been there before. I've been there through a time where nothing in my life seemed to ever go right. I mean, things were just falling apart. I lost everything. And that was the year my mom died. My mom died, lost my relationship, lost my house. Kids was all over the place. We didn't know if we had a place to go or a home. It was a lot. And I had to sit, I had to sit with myself and really look at me and learn to appreciate what I've already had. And every once in a while, I got to have a humbling moment where I sit down and be like, okay, yeah, you know, your that relationship didn't work. No, you're not married at 40. But there are a lot of miserable married people too. So being married doesn't make you happy. You know, you're, you're happy because you make the decision and you choose to be happy. And lately, I can actually say nothing much has wavered my happiness. I have my moments, which is completely okay. But nothing has wavered this true inner happiness that I've, I've had, that I've talked about several times throughout this podcast. It's just, um, it's just there. It's like this sense of peace. It's like, okay, the world is on fire, but I've made it through it. I'll make it through it again. Like at one time, I feared losing somebody very close to me. I lost my mom. I don't have that fear anymore. If, if I made it through that, I can make it through anything. At one time, I had a fear of losing my job and having to find work again and survive. That happened. And I survived it. And I made more money than I made at my job before. Um, lost Losing a home or being homeless again. I lost my home. And I'm still here. You know, all these things that I feared happened to me, they happened. And I'm still here. <laughs> so when things happen, it's just like, you know, I had my heart broken. Hell, shit. I'm still here. I'm still happy. I still have people that love and appreciate me. I still have people that I love and appreciate. It happened, you know. And that's another thing with love. like. I had that I had a moment too in that moment of thinking of being being 40 and not married like 
you know, that, that feeling of embarrassment when somebody rejects you or they don't choose you or they choose somebody else, you know, it's like, it's like a, it's like, it's, it's an embarrassment. Like you be mad at yourself. Like I knew this, Chad, you knew this, you know better. You be so embarrassed about things that happen, especially when somebody doesn't choose you or they, they, they reject you and they choose somebody else. But then I realized that, you know, I opened up to the possibilities of love and the moment that I had, I enjoyed it. You know, so what's, what's, what's embarrassing about loving someone or, or feeling loved by somebody? You know what I mean? Again, that's probably all that person was in my life to do. And I received that and I enjoyed it. So a lot of the times, a lot of the stuff that we go through is not the fact that we're going through them, but mentally it's how we're dealing with them. How do you deal with things that you feel bad about or you feel sad about, you know, when you be ashamed or embarrassed or upset or hurt or when you feel depressed or like nothing is going your way or nothing's in your favor? You know, change your thoughts. What's in your favor? What are you happy about? What brings you joy? Yeah, he broke my heart, but he he made me feel happy. He made me feel good. He bought me love in my life. Um, he taught me a lot. He gave me wisdom. There's so much more he bought to the situation than that little bit of hurt he gave me. And if you are allowed, if, if you can't find anything happy or good that someone bought you and they're bringing you nothing but misery, then I challenge you to sit with yourself and ask yourself, why were they allowed to come into your life and give you nothing but misery? And I think that calls for you to sit in the mirror and look at yourself and say, what about me allowed this person over here to bring such a great deal and amount of misery to my life to where I stayed knowing that I was completely miserable? Because mostly everything that happens to you has everything to do with you. Anyhow, I love you all. Hug on yourselves, love on yourselves today because that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm supposed to be relaxing. I'm cleaning up, but love, 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 love. And I'm going to be working too. I guess I'm not, I guess it's not self-care. Well, shit, I ain't working. That's how that matter. Anyhow, y'all have a good day. Until next time, peace.